Hello everyone and thank you for joining us for this episode of Engine's Tech Talk Sprint Series where we hear from cutting edge fintech firms about the challenges facing the industry and discuss the tech solutions that can assist in addressing them. My name is Harry Thomas and I'm Relationship Manager for the Investment Association and our fintech hub and accelerator called IA Engine. I'm delighted to be joined by Matthew Chung today and Neil Weatherall uh, for this Tech Talk Sprint episode titled Digitization of Pre-Trade Client Workflows how will standardization and automation improve efficiency? Welcome to you both, and thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Harry. Thank you. And as you can see on the current slide, we've noted three session outcomes for today, um, along with a brief overview of iPush Pool. Um, as always, if viewers, if you'd like to briefly read through this, then please pause the video and have a quick read through, but for the sake of time, I'll, I'll continue on and get through to the questions. Um, so, Matt and Neil, uh, we will be covering off three questions in today's session, which I'll put forward to both of you, um, and you can then jump in with your thoughts. So, without any further ado, let's kick off into the first question. Um, so, Neil, first question I'll, I'll put your way. Um, the question is, what is wrong with the current state of pre-trade negotiation? Thanks. So, um, so when we refer to pre-trade negotiation, we're talking about the process of requesting a price for a trade collecting and organizing responses, which can then lead to a price discussion and trading. Uh, and it would also involve the defining the trade, be it a single instrument or a collection of different products. So the pre-trade negotiation process works well already in a number of product areas, but we're focusing on the complex, non-standard or packaged trades, where the deals are often described in either lengthy term sheets or spreadsheets and they're not traded on an exchange or a venue. So the issues we normally hear of in this space are, are numerous. The process can happen across email, phone and chat, meaning there's often no consolidated view of the trade or the ability to drive the workflow from a single screen. And working from home has exacerbated these inefficiencies in most processes, and that's very true here as well. Screen real estate, application switching all become vitally important when you're on half the number of screens and when you're out of earshot of your colleagues. So when you have trades defined in a term sheet or more commonly in a spreadsheet, it then becomes the responsibility of the sell side to translate that into their own format and systems so that they can price the trade. So straight away you've lost any connection between the data you receive and the data you put into your system because of that breaking point. Any booking process often involves copy and paste from one screen to another, and this is repeated across screens and systems and trades. Mm -hmm. Now with this level of manual intervention, uh, you create a whole series of potential failure points, and as a result, it's very operational risk heavy. The workflow also demands a significant amount of time from staff to process. They'll often double book to ensure accuracy, uh, and that time could be better spent, we think, than on trade admin. It's often also a very slow process due to the amount of admin you have to do. And then that reduces the amount of time you can spend on other aspects of the trades and providing quality interaction with your clients. So this, and then we get into lack of standardization uh, with the format of requests being different, it can be difficult for automation to occur. Adapting your prices to unique formats for each client, it's a costly process and it's unlikely to be considered in all but the most valuable client circumstances. It also means it's mm -hmm. challenging to integrate up and downstream 
without considerable expense. And when you deal by voice or chat, it also means it's generally a manual process to record the data you need for regulatory and MI purposes. Now that data can be incomplete, untimely, or only a partial view of the whole process. And with volatile markets, cost pressures, and exacting standards of behavior from internal and external requirements, you really need a level of accuracy and detail in record keeping that might not be there at the moment. Mm. There's also concerns around oversight and surveillance of trades when you conduct them on the phone or on chat in a sort of conversational tone. You know, how can you transcribe that? How can it be monitored? How can it be analyzed and done so in a timely manner? So we see huge opportunity here to digitize these quite high value workflows and make them more efficient, safer, and to provide higher quality data. Brilliant, that's great. Thanks very much for that, Neil. Um, and uh, I'll continue straight on through. So Matt, will pass the next question in your way. Um, so the next question we'd like to ask is what technology and standards are available to enable digitization? Sure, thanks, Harry. Well, the, the thriving fintech ecosystem, which has only really got stronger throughout the last year, has provided a wealth of new and innovative, innovative solutions. So you're not no longer limited to the incumbent vendors. So you've got platforms like iPushPool and also Symphony, Cosaic, OpenFin. You know, these all allow traders to move away from manual processes and then application contact switching and instead create seamless workflows. And the more businesses can function with the least amount of disruption to their workflow, the better. And what we've seen is these workflows are built on industry standards. A lot of that coming from uh, places like Finos, that's the FinTech Open Source Foundation. And the benefit of that is that everything can interoperate, which means that all these different platforms and applications can understand one another. And that further accelerates digitization. So the more firms work together and conform to standard ways of operating, the faster and more efficient end users will be. So you kind of get a virtuous circle. So where iPushPool is helping buy side traders is that we're bringing together standardization and automation of pre-trade workflows. So we're utilizing chat platforms. So we've created an easy way of communicating with multiple people. So rather than having separate you know, email, Bloomberg chats, Symphony chats, Teams chats, and so on, the workflow can now be managed in one place and thus becomes more efficient. And again, goes back to the screen space issue that, that Neil said earlier. And pulling all of this together, we've actually created a new standard for pre-trade negotiation workflows. So historically, if you think about chat and chat workflows uh, in the front office, it's essentially an analog flow over a digital chat. So for example, people are just typing what they used to say over the phone. But in that kind of work workflow, a lot of the meaning is actually implicit. But now we're in a position where we don't necessarily need people to change the way they're describing things because we can integrate directly into their existing workflow. So we do this by using a standardized um, chat syntax. So a trader and a salesperson at different financial institutions can communicate. We have chatbots that can now interpret key data within those messages. So instead of a human having to you know, manually type back into the chat, instead they can use like an app, much like a trading screen um, to respond. Or if they choose, they can have a chat bot that can connect directly to a pricing engine and auto respond. And then underneath that, 
uh, underneath kind of the human readable messages where the traders see the chat, um, iPushPull can create machine readable messages. So along, along with these machine readable messages, we can include metadata attached to the messages. And you can have things like um, instruments, uh, instrument codes, client identifiers, all of the things and data that's necessary to streamline and automate the workflow. So these messages, we can map them into fixed formats or FPML, and then they can be fed directly into a bank's pricing engine. And what this means for the buy side is that the buy side trader gets a price back quicker and their investment process is more efficient. And then this workflow I've just described, this is what our solution that we call PPQ, which is push-pull quotes. So we're working with the buy side and the sell side. So we've now got um, four tier one dealers um, using this live. We've got another four coming on in the next month or so. Um, and using PPQ means that the buy side can digitize and streamline this pre-trade workflow. They're doing it for bonds and swaps already where they've reduced the time spent managing a trade from 15 minutes to an hour down to near real time. Uh, and now it's already been extend, ex, uh, extended to include uh, total return swaps and FX derivatives will be included in the next uh, couple of months as well. Really interesting. Thanks very much for that, Matt. Um, and I'll, I'll continue straight on to a third and final question of the session, um, which I'll pass back across to you, Neil. Um, so that question is, what does the future of pre-trade workflow look like? Okay, so, I mean, the ultimate outcome is a unified approach where you have old and new systems and processes all integrated and interoperating seamlessly. So we need to be creating live integrated workflow through the use of chat and voice communications. Use chatbots, standardized syntax, interactive forms, and data payloads to augment the current workflow. So it's about combining machine conversations with the human ones to solve all these issues we've identified. And when you use technology in this manner, you create interoperability between systems. So you move from having discrete systems for chat, pricing and risk that you switch between to having a workflow that connects them all together. So there's no more switching screens as they're now able to interact and an action in one can drive a response in another and workflow can be controlled from one place rather than from multiple. So you can end up with a chat message delivering a set of trades in a structured format that you can load up and price without any manual intervention. So by taking away the heavy lifting, the copy and paste, the rekeying, the robotic tasks that your employees do every day, you free them up to do the tasks that you want your humans to do. Spark conversation, cultivate relationships, generate ideas and just you know, create revenue. And with the standardized syntax, it means you, you can rely on a set format and you can build technology to use those messages. And that obviously helps automate the repetitive processes that often create the failures. Now, this could be something as simple as recognizing that an RFQ has arrived and driving some notifications to make sure that all parties are aware it's there and it needs looking at. But that could go through to a workflow where that checks credit, regulatory requirements, prices and quotes without any human intervention at all. So when you connect all this data that's sitting in all these disparate existing tools, you can build up this data-driven workflow on top. So you're unbundling all that data that was in spreadsheets and file shares and voice and chat, and you're putting some structure around it. And that workflow then becomes easy to record, it's auditable, trackable, 
but more importantly, it's real time and it's collaborative. So everybody sees the same real time data and they can interact with it and make decisions based on it. And we're not necessarily just talking about the sales and trading desk here who are directly involved with the trade. You know, this could be go across the organization as a whole. So it can be made available to compliance, to operations, to finance, legal and beyond. And the other benefit is, you know, in order to analyze the client and counterparty relationships you have and to focus on them for mutual gain, you need a very high quality, consistent, agreed data set to work from of all your interactions. And you'll only get that when you record them accurately and at all stages of the process. And talking about the buy side, you know, for the buy side to fully leverage the value contained in their data, it's probably going to be essential to bring AI into the workflow as well to present, uh, present insights and opportunities based on the data that that AI has analyzed. So you preserve the human interaction, you leverage the automation, but ultimately you're allowing the trader to make a better decision. They don't necessarily have to interact with the data directly now, but with the possibilities that the AI has processed and created for them. So we've actually got a free white paper on pre-trade negotiation with comment from across the industry, Inside TCAP, uh, TPI cap, Goldman, Symphony and more. And obviously, if anyone would like to discuss what we've covered today, uh, we'd be delighted to talk to firms that have a forward looking mindset and want to embrace technology to make their workflow more efficient. Thanks. Perfect. Thanks very much for that, Neil. Um, and thank you to both of you for all of those insights covered in today's session and for highlighting the variety of ways that firms can bring in those further efficiencies to their processes. Um, all there's left for me to really say is, you know, if, if any viewers have any questions that they'd like to ask Matt or Neil, uh, then we've got Neil's uh, email address noted on the, the slide here. So please feel free to contact him. Alternatively, for just more general information about iPushPool, feel free to visit their website, which is also displayed. Um, but thank you. Thank you to both of you. It's been a great session um, and we very much look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you for listening to this Tech Talk Sprint podcast from Engine. Engine is the Investment Association's fintech hub, serving the investment management sector, the only buy-side-focused hub of its kind globally. For more information about Engine or any of our fintech solution providers, please visit theiaengine.com, where you will also find all of these interviews in video form. Finally, don't forget to make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts and follow at IA Engine on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok.